Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Are you going to play that dastardly intro again? Ow! This movie's still You forget that films are supposed As to have the a Warner point. Brothers logo flashes onto screen for the first time today, and I sit back, relax, better, and enjoy yet another screening of Maximum Joseph. Actually, do you know what? And Megan Oppenheimer's Just masterpiece. Flip that switch. It's time. This is a bonus one. You weren't even supposed to be here, you know, for this one. You know what I'm saying? Are we still on? Are we still going? Studio Canal's Indians just come up. We've watched uh, We Are Your Friends for the fourth time in a sitting. Oh it's just gosh. been on repeat. It's just been going and we've been in the room. So welcome everyone. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you with us. My name is uh, Timothy Andrew Batt. My name, for those of you who are wondering, Guy Montgomery. What a name. Full name, please. Guy Alexander Halifax Montgomery. Thank you. All right. Oh, yeah. Wait, is it, is it that time? Let me do it. If you please. Oh, yeah. Go for it. That's the wrong one. Do what you got to do, man. It's your thing. Do what you're going to do. That's a good track. So we're back in the film, everybody. Welcome. <clears throat> Welcome along. Five ahead. Can't believe we're still here. Fuck you. There's Tiggy, Barson, and Sino that pay more than that. We're going to pull out on you then. Sorry about that. Pause, everybody. Guy thought it would be an opportune moment to take a bite of his food while we were doing a bloody selfie of some uh, some photos. He's forgotten how audio works. Is what's happened there? It's a classic mix-up. Just a classic mix-up is what's happened there. Sorry, everybody. Guy's not sorry. He'll say he is, but he isn't. I've got to eat. Hey, so guess what, everybody? We're back in the movie. We're dealing with our fuck boys, Zach Efron and Jarhead. Our first two key characters. Mum Dad is here, and she's ready to give some cereal to some hungry boys and some OJ. Is there a glass needed? I don't think so. Not for these gentlemen. Now Squirrel's here with the car. I fucking love the car they picked as well. That is a genuine car that a lot of people who I went to high school with had. 
It's like a um. Is this Subaru a legacy? Forester or a Volvo? Oh, for- Forester. Fuck yes, it is a Forester. That's exactly what that shit is. I think. Uh, I don't what, like how hey, Johnny what, Depp what acts hour, around his friends. What hour are we up to? Six. No, five. No, look at the numbers, dude. Oh, is it like birthdays where you kind of add one to where you are? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Sorry for ever questioning you, guy. You're all good, dude. But I don't like the way Johnny Depp acts around his friends. You're meant to be relaxed and like uh, the best version of yourself with your friends. And I feel like he's still fronting. And as Pharrell sang in his song Frontin', which I really liked when it was released, um, I was just fronting, which doesn't quite tie into the message I was trying to communicate about how Johnny Depp's fronting around sure his boys in this film. Sure, he's just fronting. What I'm trying to communicate is that I don't like it. I feel like Squirrel's probably quite... Jarhead's definitely very true to himself. He's got a fucking pretty jarring personality, but he's not. he doesn't compromise. He is who he is, and you take him or leave him on face value. Zakoli probably not quite himself in the same way Jarhead is, for better and worse. Quite an earnest dude. Squirrel, a little softly spoken. He's pretty true to himself. Johnny Depp, he doesn't know who he is yet, and I find it disconcerting that he's hanging out with these guys. He's a bad influence. He wants trouble. Well, not he trouble. trouble. He is trouble, yeah. It's really one thing about this boy is trouble. Your friends. Great singing along, my friend. Sorry, dude. So, I guess... Just getting some photos online, eh? Yeah, you got to do it, man. The question is... 99% of your body is, is... Oh, it's fuck, I've skin. forgotten. Do you know that what your biggest or, uh, organ is? Skin. You've given away the answer before the question even came. You know what I'm saying, G? Yeah, I know what you're saying, dog. I was just uh, getting out there, spreading the good word. So we're back to flyering. We're back to scrubbing out the The world is yours. The Scarface. Incorrect, Scarface. The world is posted. ours. Fuck my... Teddies, what is there left to plumb? You know the depths. You're looking for a beer, aren't you? Deep in my Hit plums. The no, I got to finish this first. Oh, okay, sweet. It does make you wonder though how much of this film genuinely is um, stock footage because there's a lot of opportunities for it. And if you chuck a color grade over the whole thing, you can usually get away with that shit. It, that's my understanding. I ain't never made a movie before. Yeah, I understand the same thing that you do. I just think. I mean, oh, you know, there's just no perspective left. We've really, uh, we we're, promote social on a Thursday, bro. We've met before. We're through the looking glass, my dog. Oh, that's not this bit. This, oh, all, miles all, away. Okay, do you know what? I'm now at the point where time doesn't exist in a linear fashion and everything is happening simultaneously. And it's up to me to just pick out random shit. Okay. Who, okay, which of these, which of these F boys? Yeah. Would you, you, would, wait, we're peering back. We used to say fuck boys and now we don't? It's not about what we used to say or what we currently say. It's about what's being said in the moment. You okay, know, Don't okay. ask questions. Sorry, We're dog. Putting our heads down and Sorry, getting dog. through our work. Sorry, dog. But which of these boys would you most like to go on an eight-hour road trip with? No bathroom breaks, no stereo, no cell phones. Squirrel, no question. I like it. And what do you think, conversationally speaking, some of the highlights that you could look forward to would be? 
if anyone has studied something at university, I can usually like just have a conversation with them, finding out what they know. Yeah, I love like just learning shit. Tell me what you learned. Yeah, I can respect that. You know, I love. What the, about you? Who would you want to be in a car um, with? It's not a bad point that you made. I feel like in terms of comfort for eight hours of sustained conversation, you're probably going to get the most mileage out of squirrels. So I'm with you on that one. Sure. I don't think it's that I love to learn about other people's learning because I don't really retain the information very well. But I do like the idea. Like I like the idea. I like you like the mood of it. You yeah, like I, I love I love everything about and around it. I don't feel like any of that information that they speak to me. I really take with me but i'm always like fucking awesome you're out there you're doing your thing you there's, know about a bunch of stuff that i nor most people have any fucking clue about there's another way to take this though which is that you've got a grand opportunity to be with a fucking mental lunatic for eight hours which is actually semi-attractive to me just because it's so different to the life i've built for myself it's like you know what give me jarhead no windows or toilet stops for eight hours. Give me him and let's just fucking find out what I'm made of and what is in his head. Yeah, I... I would relish the opportunity in some ways. Have you hitchhiked before or picked I have, up a hitchhiker? Certainly have, a few times. Have you ever had any hairy experiences? Uh, not bad ones, no. I mean, like, you meet questionable people, of course, but nothing, you know, I haven't been murdered. You haven't, well, no... <laughs> Clearly haven't been murdered, Tim, because we're recording this podcast together. No, I mean, uh, this isn't a... I I like to think if you had been murdered, I'd be one of the first to know. Unless you're Bruce Willis, and I've been dead the whole time, you know? Uh, But no, there's no... Just put it out There's no way, because I don't see any other ghosts. All I'm saying, and this isn't a tacit uh, carte blanche for you to go and hitchhike, because I don't need that kind of responsibility, but I'm just saying the experience that I've had personally, limited experiences they may be, um, all good all good like met good people and got from A to B fine that's what it's all about that's what hitchhiking's about but people get murdered doing hitchhiking too so you know different strokes for different folks I don't think anyone sets courses out. for courses I don't know if those are the right colloquialisms to use I think you're right actually bad idioms idiot idioms for the yeah. sitch what's your one squirrel this is to, this moment right here this is my favourite part it's the moment before it starts. Uh, what do you yeah. think about that as a mantra? This is my favorite part of the night right here. It's the moment before it it's starts. Disappointing. Because it means the bit that you're enjoying is never the present. It's the anticipation of what's to come. Which means whatever happens is always a letdown. Like what he's basically saying, you know, if you use, uh, what's it called? Like conductive reasoning, is that nothing is ever as good as you think it's going to be. He's fucking pumped. He's way more pumped before the thing happens than when it happens. That means the thing is never as good. That's why I never get too excited about shit. Because then the thing is a pleasant surprise. That's, that's uh, equally defeatist. It's nah, just it's different not. means to the same end. No, nah, it isn't. Because it's tempering your expectations. But living, but being, being impressed by the present is more rewarding than being excited about the future. Just be grateful. Be humble, bro. Well, I guess hey, hashtag be humble. The fact that Squirrel does wind up dead time after time and here you are week after week alive and kicking suggests that maybe your philosophy is the right one. Not that there is a right or wrong philosophy. Time after time. If you want him, he'll be there. He'll be sleeping. Week after week. 
And his squirrel, he's sleeping because he is dying. Time after time. Week after week. Week after week. You say, squirrel, have heard this line. His son is does unwind. And he's dead and he's dying. He's no longer private for time. And he's out and he's squirrel and now he's gone. Time after time. We don't learn anything about what we have done to him. Time after time. Man, we're all over the show. <laughs> hey, do you know what people love about this podcast? Our chemistry. Do you know what's lacking right now? Us being on the same wavelength. Well, and I love it. I will. I, I bloody love it. I will say this for, for why we work so well together. We're never afraid to finish each other's sentences. Or sandwiches, which I should be because I have a highly contagious disease, which is spread by saliva. Pardon? Nothing. What a great scene we're watching right now in this director's commentary of We Are Your Friends. We've been watching it four times today because we thought that'd be a cool idea for something to do. Fuck, that is absurd to say out loud. Here's Somali. Welcome to her. Here's some glitter cannons. They're confetti cannons, idiot. Fucking whatever, dude. That's clearly not glitter. I've never seen glitter that big in my life before. Have you ever seen a piece of glitter that's three inches long? No. Do you know why? Because that's no longer glitter. That's confetti. I'm done. I I shouldn't have signed up to this one. I've bit off more (laughs) than I can chew. (laughs) Hey, for this to work, you and me, we're going to have to work together. We are in it. We are in it. We are in it. But I'll tell you what would help us is... Any kind of, you know, coal-powered chimney situation, a, a, a real steam-powered effort to get to the end, you know? It's going to be nothing you want but a good thing. Dick Van Dyke from the film Mary Poppins to stop by love your it. studio Absolutely. and clean your chimney. I need a chimney sweep. What's his character's name in that? Chim Chimney. Chim Chim. Oh, uh, ah. Oh. Bilbo Baggins or no, something along the lines. Not. If I'm not much mistaken. Oh my goodness, that'll that'll kill me. Bilbo Baggins, as listener. I live and breathe. I watched the first episode of the Dick Van Dyke show the other day on Netflix. Oh, how was that? Wait, is that on Netflix now? Yeah, it was good. Heaps of funny gags. Dick Van Dyke, what an absolute talent. Who lived to such a trip? Wait, he's dead now though. Wait. Nah, dude, he's still kicking it. Is he fucking for real? Man, holy shit. He's also in good neck. Oh, he looks... He's in his 90s, and he doesn't... He looks like he's in his, like, late 60s. You thought he was dead 20 seconds ago. No, I, no I've seen recent footage of him in his 90s. I know that I've seen him in his 90s, so that point remains. I did think he had died. I thought he died in the last year, but maybe not. Clearly not. I thought he was one of those things that got kind of ever, uh, uh, overshadowed by Trump getting in, you know? How do you think that the um, costumes in this film are going to age... Moving forward, say two uh, decades from a now. A fucking t-shirt? Probably fine, dude. They're not very ambitious. No, there's more to it than that, though. You see full body shots, you know. There's a few statement pieces made. That is Bernie Sanders. What is? What it's I'm saying? Bernie's Bernie Sanders. The sensible alternative to the reality we're living in. Hey, easy now, you Bernie brother. Me? Well, I'm a senator's sister. My brother, he's the senator of Florida. His name? Oh, fuck. Senator Tim Key. No, t- 
Tim Kane? Key is a no, I don't know. I was making up a name, but Tim oh, okay. Key is a very, very funny uh, comic from Britain. He's certainly not the senator of Florida. Hey, guess what? These guys are smoking drugs, and guess what? The drug is marijuana mixed with tobacco. We're about to go to a house party. Not anymore. They're going to get into a Chrysler. Is that a Chrysler? Yeah, How do you man. know that? You can see its logo or a Chevrolet. Are they the same or different things? I don't know. They both got gold logos, as I understand it. Yeah, have some of this whiskey that's laced with PCP, dude. Such a fucking weird, um, uh, uh, what do you call those things? Hip flasks here, as well. Here, this would be the honest pitch from James Reed of the Fearless to Zicoli to get into this uber luxe with him. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, do you want to get into the back of a car while I ply you with whiskey and PCP and tell you about all the cities I've visited? Yes, you're in like. That's exactly what I'm about to do to you. So someone was coming to check on us and it terrified me. But it turns out it was a reflection of the screen on the window. It was your own soul. My bad. It's just my own soul coming to visit me to say, hey, hey, dude, how are you uh, tracking at the moment? Do you think and you're I doing said, everything you could hey, be doing? What a wonderful kind of day. Hey, where, where we, we learn, learn to, to love and, and play and get along with each other. The paintings in this are pretty cool, but it sucks that they don't name the artist because I assume that what happened is the filmmaker, Maximum Joseph, was like, yo, dude, we'll use your paintings and we'll give you a shout-out in the movie, just like we're giving that um, fine dude and whoever else, Instagram lady, whatever, we'll give them shout-outs too. And then the artist doesn't get a single shout-out. That's all I have to say on the matter. Feel free to Do jump in whenever you want, Do you think the way that the Vine artist... This is just idle speculation about nothing very interesting. I'm so glad you qualified your opinion at this point with this is just idle speculation. Welcome to our podcast, Guy. It may as well be called Idle Speculation with Tim and Guy. But please go on. Well, because our podcast isn't called Idle Speculation with Tim and Guy, Tim, I thought it might be useful for people who are tuning in at this exact point for the first time to qualify my opinion as Idle Speculation. What do you got for me, baby? You've lost the avenue. It's of gone. Of course I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> We've spoken so much between the occurrence of the thought and me trying to say it out loud. Well, that's earned me a couple Doritos. So why don't you tell me about the 20... 20- Ninth best experience of your life? Oh, we're well beyond 29, my friend. As I recall, we're in the mid-30s. Of the highlights of my life. And would that I could relay some of those experiences to you, but right now they all escape me. Suffice it to say, I believe, if memory serves, that the 34th memory already listed by me in terms of highlights of my life was a performance uh, by Liza Minnelli, Beyonce's smash it single, all the single ladies, which in turn has triggered a memory of the 35th highlight of my life, which, believe it or not, and this is almost becoming embarrassing at this point, was when Liza Minnelli, I caught a performance of her performing Beyonce's All the Single Ladies inside of the film Sex in the City 2, and i got to say, that for me was probably the 35th best experience of my life. The 36th best experience of my life, where I to speculate, would also probably be another time, a different instance, when I caught Liza Minnelli perform Beyonce's smash hit single, All the Single Ladies, in the film Sex in the City 2. It's so good to know about you, dude. This is what I love about spending time with you, is that I just, I live and I learn and I listen and I learn and I love and I learn and I learn, you know? I now know the top 30 
Seven. Seven experiences of your short little life. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool detail to have. You're only a quarter way through your life. You know that? I reckon you'll live to 120. Yeah, that's my ambition. Hashtag 120, blaze it. That's why I keep injecting all these uh, growth hormones into my calves. No. Really? Yeah. I'm going to be immortal. Good on you. You ever wonder why my calves glow like that? You're not a big shorts man when I see you. Yeah, I know, but you know how even when I'm wearing pants and my pants are glowing? Yes. And I'm always like, oh, these are just glow pants. They're more expensive. You do say that often. Those are my calves. Shit. Don't know why they're glowing so much? Hey, does it... Why? Because I've been buying very expensive growth hormones from a mad scientist. I mean, again, A does not equal B. But do they hurt? My calves? Yeah. All the time. Constantly? It's agony. It's like having the most intense cramps permanently. Can I tell you something, though? Yeah. They look good. So it's Thank worth it. you. Because as we know... I don't know if it is worth it. As we all know, everything's about looking good. doesn't I'm matter in, if you're in severe pain I'm in or suffering I'm in from constant agony. essentially cancer. I mean, if it's radiating green, it's probably it's cancerous. Not it's not that. It's growth hormones. And they're glowing bright because they're glowing strong. Wow. And... I, I've you're never, vis- you're never vis- before have I been okay. in this much pain. Okay. Can I tell you that? I wish I could articulate the agony I'm feeling right now. I Give wish me- I could begin to try. Can you try and select a metaphor involving an animal? That would sort of just give me a ballpark idea you of know, the kind of pain Sooner than trying to articulate the experience I'm having, I would rather relay to you the 38th best moment in my life which would be when I saw Liza Minnelli perform Beyonce's smash hit single, All the Single Ladies, in the film Sex in the City 2. Tell your story, Walken, mate. I have heard this. I wish I could, Tim. But such is the state of my glowing calves right now, I can barely move for agony. Jog on, mate. I can't. Do you know what I feel like right now? I feel like James Reed from The Feelers from this scene from We Are Your Friends. He is so hungover that he can't bring himself to even leave the house at this point, and it's 12.30 in the afternoon. He's made the decision to keep drinking, a completely reasonable one, considering the context. I'd probably do the same. Except that I don't really uh, do a lot of drinking anymore. Apart from right now, where I'm doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. Look, i got to say... To me, it just feels like these people are making the same mistakes over and over again. And this I mean, car feels like it's a virtual... It's it's like a PlayStation 3. So you get in time zone. Yeah. Hard out, dude. No one's got seats like this in their actual car, do they? Look at that goofy as fuck dashboard as it's well. It's so stupid. The whole thing's fucking dumb. It's like seats that you would expect in, a, in an arcade when you're playing like fucking Colin McRae or some shit. F1 2020, not a game, I just made that up. But, you know, it's outlandish. They're over the top. Yeah, man. Too garish for anyone to actually use, surely. What do you think? See that high-rise-ish building that they look out over from where they're standing? What sort of business do you think goes on in that building? It's just behind Johnny Depp right now. Well, we were in a pretty high-rise building, and I tell you what we were doing in there, pitching a TV show. How'd that go for you? Not well. Where do you think the, the pitch fell down? Um. Uh. Well. 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 I tell you, one of them was because it, it it was at the end of the trip before we were about to get on a plane to go to New Zealand, and we were very hungover and burnt out. Yeah. 
And what specifically within that meeting about where you were hungover and burnt out do you Mm -hmm. think went wrong? Uh, The fact that neither of us could properly articulate what we wanted to make as a TV show. Interesting. You know the one I'm talking about. I really have no recollection of that. My memory of that meeting is I said, hey, do you guys want to see something insane? I've just started taking these growth hormones and I'm pretty sure my calves are glowing. Do you remember that? Yeah. How do you think that played in the room on that day? I remember that it went very, very poorly. Yeah. They weren't glowing at all when I bought them out, so they thought I was insane. We're at the start of this watch. (laughs) That's what I fucking love. That's what I love about this movie. The movie will always be the movie, dude. That's one thing you've got to admire about this. The movie will always be the film. It's got no other choice. You know, it doesn't have to decide, will I go jeans or chinos today? Will I go t-shirt or business shirt? The movie will always be the movie. We are inside of a hellish loop right now, my (laughs) guy. Like, none of this is having any... um, I am honestly, I'm seeing it pixel by pixel. Like, nothing makes any sense. That sort of stonewashed shirt that he wears on his first day in the office has always been pretty fucking confident to me. (laughs) I would not wear that myself. Who are you talking about? Zaccoli. I mean, Squirrel obviously does not give one flying fuck. (laughs) Squirrel could give less fuck. That shirt there. No, no, no. Dwell on Squirrel, bro. It looks like Zaccoli's raided someone's dad's closet and not his own because, as we know, he doesn't have parents. But Squirrel looks like he just didn't even give a shit. They're on the blower, and Squirrel probably doesn't give a shit. He's learned about maths at a university. Can I just, like, the the whole Zaccoli buzz, like, fuck, man, I feel bad for him, but I'm just literally explaining what his costume looks like to me. Is It's like going into someone who's roughly the same size as you but 20 years older and just rifling through and being like, oh, this this isn't a great look, but I guess it's business, and it fits me, so I'm going to do this, you know? Yeah, That's what his uniform screams to me in this scene. Squirrel is effectively wearing a fucking hoodie with a cap on. Like They're working the phones, man. You can wear what you want. Fucking tie on, dude. Yeah, good job, buddy. You hide that money under your disc mint. Bunch of USBs in a disc man, because all good DJs have a portable Sony disc man in two thousand and fifteen. Man, they've been trying to get this pool ready for as long as I've been watching this movie. Should we talk about mini discs for a bit? By we, I mean me. I love them, and I miss them. No, you don't. No one misses them. I miss mini discs. You enjoy the idea of them, the novelty of them, but they were a flawed technology from the fucking beginning. They were... Okay, now we're talking about them. Here's the thing about mini discs. The hardware wasn't flawed at all. The thing that fucking killed them was that Sony, who were the main, by a a long way, the main makers of those mini-disc players, required you to use their software to get the songs on there, and their software was beyond horrific. It broke multiple computers that I, my family owned. (laughs) Kept installing Sonic Stage on there, it would break the computer. They were not good at writing code, but very good at building shit. Mini-discs were awesome. And then finally they got to the point where they're like, oh, you can put MP3s on now. It's like, cool. iPods have been out for two years. What up, bowl? And that's where mini discs went wrong. But there will be a time, if it hasn't already happened, where they are ironically cool. And to the people who are doing that, I say, stop. 
Unless you're Tim Bat, who seems to have a genuine emotional investment in the technology. I just, I own so many of them. I had like, I think I had probably like four different mini disc players when I was in high school. I reckon they probably are at the stage now where they've got a bit of um, bloody uh, hipster cred. They probably go for thousands, you know? I haven't seen one well, in ages. If you've years. got four of them kicking around, you should make yourself some goddamn oh, cash. Oh, they're gone, mate. I sold them at the time. They're gone. I'd always upgrade to the next model, you know? Okay, so here we are. Tim and Guy forging ahead. We're in the montage moment of the film. We're understanding what BPMs mean to genre, and we're understanding what genre means to music. Right now, we're at a daytime party where these people usually don't party until midnight, but they're going to party right now because Zach Efron is a knowledgeable dude on how to cut through the resistance and get people to boogie. And he's looking around because his advice is you just need one person, one person to start. The he always has quite a nice, like, wolfish grin on his face in that uh, shot just prior. I've al- I always enjoy it. It's almost like the bottom half of his face is slightly out of focus, but he's got quite a goofy grin on and his green eyes are glowing. Shout out to Zaysfron. Hey. Hey. Hey, I'll tell you what, guy. Maybe it's the fact that I've been worn down by three watches and, uh, you know, had a couple of beers. Love this movie. <laughs> Love, yeah. it. Love, it. No, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. You will not be able to sustain that for love the remainder of, of this movie. Um, I just want to point out, I don't love it just because of, as I said that, we had a very slow motion shot of Simon Lee's chest. I can't imagine it anyone watching this film along in time with it right that's now. That's true, I shouldn't have made that revelation, but I just want to say the two things were completely disconnected. Now we're in the back, we were explaining that dubstep is 140 beats cut to half speed at 70 and house music sucks massive dick at 110 to 130 BPM. Uh, and then there's hardcore and old Captain Red Shorts with the stabby stick. Oh, fuck, man. Who gives a shit about this shit? You were, you were talk- so, hey, so, let's, let's, so recently you were saying on. that you like this movie. Let's talk about horoscopes. What star sign are you? I'm a Libra, dude. What does that entail? Scales of justice. What is so you're like even handed and fair? No, is that your I, vibe? I'm best known amongst my friends and family for being able to look at any single item and know its weight exactly. That huge thing of that beer. magnum of beer. Yeah, four kilograms. I actually reckon you're pretty fucking dead on with that. I know I'm. I know I'm right. It's my best known ability. Okay, it's it's one point five liters, which is one and a half kg plus whatever the glass is, which I actually reckon is about eight hundred grams. So I think you'd not a hundo, but probably pretty close. Do I know. I don't need to hold it to know for you certain that's that four I'm and a half kg. I know that's four kg- kilograms slightly, exactly. Slightly under that, but that's just anything you point to, I can tell you it's exact weight. I'm done. Just the one, one and done. I've always said that. <laughs> You're looking longingly at how long we've been recording. No, it's just for. scratching my neck. I've got this itchy. I don't know if my itchy on the back of my neck, but that too, you know. I mean, I mean. Here we all are, watching the film again. <laughs> so we've got that going for us. I'm a Leo, myself, born in uh, mid-August. What does that mean? Leo is the um, big show-off of the uh, solar system, the whatever it's called, the horoscopes. 
Um, you know how each star sign has a planet? Our planet is the sun. I didn't know that. Orbits and that around is us. awesome. Yeah, and, and our our like animal is a our symbol is the lion, the king of the jungle. Yeah, Leos are the shit. They're basically the best. <laughs> but you would say that as a Leo. Well, I guess so. It doesn't make it untrue. It also doesn't make it true. <laughs> Fair call. Fair cop. Kaba. That's very Libra of you to assess. What can I say? I know the exact weight of anything <laughs> you point to. Mm. Oh, fuck. Who cares about your pentatonic fucking piano anymore, dude? Look at all those gold records he's got behind him, though. They care. Do you know what's impressive? What? They really care. Who? These two. Oh. They're getting along. Zach Efron and Wes Bentley. Shit, man. I'm, using I'm, probably, I'm probably losing it right now. I know, dude. I hear you. But do you know what is the only cure for that? This thingy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, dog. <laughs> we must go deeper. We we must go into another dream. Is that what Leonardo DiCaprio said? I think in the, in in the film Titanic, just before the iceberg, <laughs> he said, "We must go into another dream." Yeah, but he said it in a South African accent because he was um <laughs> working in a diamond mine. I haven't seen that one. You need to talk if I'm not talking, dog. That's how this works. Nah, I think people are okay with a comfortable silence. If they trust them when it feels comfortable for me, it's comfortable for them, then I'm in the clear. I apologize to anyone listening to this individually on its own merits. I can't imagine they don't exist. what you're extracting from it. I mean, the merits of this barely exist in context, but by its own, it, it doesn't stand up to any kind of uh, assessment. Which is the great irony, because... Nah, fuck it. This movie's supposed to be assessed just in its own context. Just pick an empty can, mate. We're surrounded by them. Just pick one. Drop it in there. Fucking hell. Yeah. What, need- what will become of us, guy? You don't need to coach me through my life experiences, Dad. Hey, I'm here to help, and I'm trying to help, and you're not taking the help. So whose problem is that? Mine still? Yep. You know what that was? You tell me. It was a kiss. For a kiss is always a gift. And call back. I'm going to say that that to me is almost the greatest gift I can think of yet it still somehow pals in comparison to my memory of the 39th highlight in my oh, life oh fuck my asshole. okay here we go which is when Liza Minnelli performed Beyonce's smash it single all the single ladies in the film Sex in the City 2 he's upset about people being in the pool I, very upset I got a really uh, barrel Zicoli as he reacted to Wes Bentley shouting I was looking at both of them I feel like I'm moving fast enough now that I can assess the whole scene at once I can look at two people's faces simultaneously that's where I'm at just so we're all aware it's a good spot to be in omnipotent for the film pick a place man anywhere 
and everywhere. And away they'll go, to the beach, where they indulge in the illegal drug weed while looking over the horizon. uh, We've been talking a lot about uh, comic book movies uh, in this session. Have you ever seen The Watchmen? Nah, man. Is it good? Oh, it's mixed, eh? I haven't read the comic. Everyone says the comic is just like the fucking best. I actually did... uh, The movie got a bit panned. I enjoyed it more, I think, than the reviews, you know, would would have led one to suggest how much they should enjoy it but it definitely had some weird shit that wasn't like you know kind of explained enough or whatevs is that seagull moving real weird at the bottom of the screen yeah it was cgi did you see it yeah of course i saw it i got eyes i've never seen that seagull before it's all i see every week it shows up in a lot of other scenes as well that seagull the same one you got to be looking pretty close but yeah bloody hell I think it gets it gets credited as second lead in the credits. Second lead after <laughs> Zac Efron. The seagull's name is Steve Seagal. Yeah, it's a nothing technology. for that. Are you serious? We've been recording for like five hours, man. It's not bad. And yeah, but no, it's true. That's a business owned by Steve, S- Steven Seagal. It's a technology he developed. It's a seagull that he hires out nothing. to play the second lead role. No respect, yeah, no respect. <laughs> Hey, Mr. Dangerfield, I give you plenty of respect. I guess so. I guess you're right. Oh, man. You are a broken man, my friend. Hey, we're all broken. It's just a matter of um, fucking getting that whiskey glass away from my face because I am a drunk DJ who's falling asleep because I'm a big baby and I need (laughs) someone to look after me. Grow up, you fuck. You are like 40 years old or whatever. Sort your shit, dog. I kind of agree with you on that one, Tim. The guy is... Uh, Fuck. He's got to sort out his own problems. If you're not loving yourself, how can you make space to love anyone else, Mr. Bentley? What fucks me off is this dude is, is he's well-resourced. He's got a good brain. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He just, Figure it out, dude. He disrespects it day stop, after day. fucking everyone, man. I don't know. Hey, listen. The yep. carpet is awful in the studio. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. It's a bunch of stripes. Some of them are orange. Some of them are, are, are the different orange, and a lot of them are black. It's just bad. Hey, you know what's in the background of uh, Zeisfron right an, now? An Out of iMac. focus. It's a, a record of uh, Pretense of Eternity. It's the fucking album artwork and album of The Pretense of Eternity. Are you sure? Yes. How do you know that? I just read it. But it was out of focus. Yeah, but you can still figure it out. Yes. That is detail, man. That's attention to detail. It's not bad album art either. I mean, like I've seen worse, you know. It's just a bunch of lines that are different colors. I'm down with that. I love cubism. It's not so bad. Fuck, man. Those set dresses. No one would have noticed that, dude. It took us, even half of us, it took half of us 40 whatever watches and a bunch of shit to f- to see that. Yeah. No one notices this shit. Why, do, why even bother? You know? It's nice. It's nice for whoever put that attention to detail into the mise-en-scene of the shot. Uh, shout out to that person. Fuck. We fucking did it, man. Or lady. Or how much more movie is there, eh? Any, uh, quite a lot. Eh? An hour? 
Yep, 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 yep. I did it again, guy. I've bitten off slightly more than I can chew. Okay. Um, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> uh, let's talk about Bluetooth headsets. Yeah, let's. The year is 2015. The technology exists for wireless headsets, and yet it's not been brought into to wide... Did you wear a headset like that when you used to call people up on the phone? Yeah, yeah, hard out. Did you used Very to, similar. like, rock it? I don't know how one rocks a headset, to be honest. Were there people in the office who had a higher-end headset? Yeah, I think there actually was. I and think were they sort of ride that confidence they were into wireless. their phone calls? Yeah, their ones were Bluetooth, I think. But it was more like they were dealing with their kind of company-issued cell phones. Well, not company, because it wasn't a company, but their, uh, you know government department issued shit and were the people on the bluetooth headsets the the sharks like the managers there were no sharks where i worked i worked for the tax department there weren't sharks there yeah the tax sharks would no, you no, aspire no. Tax to wear sharks are a different thing would you aspire to wear the bluetooth headset absolutely not no one aspired to remain in the in the department it was just like hey you know what pays pretty well for an entry-level job this bullshit so Let's you, get in, get fucked never, up on a Friday and keep doing it next you week. You never got to wear the hallowed Bluetooth headset. No, but do you know what I did? I learned enough skills to jump around the shit and then buy my own headset later. And now look was at me. I own no less than six pairs of headphones. Was the headset you bought later a Bluetooth headset? I can't remember, mate. You're really pushing a particular narrative, which I don't think is going to like come to fruition on how my life went. I get, what you, I get what you're trying to create here. I understand it. I respect it. Feels but I'm not like, willing to lie to people. So you don't... Just to serve the story. <laughs> that, okay? doesn't, that doesn't feel like you're respecting it. Who can tell at this point? I don't give a shit. But we just burned another minute, so that's positive, right? It's all a, a step in the right direction. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so listen, listen. If you're watching the film with us, which is no one, um, we're at the point now where uh, uh, James Reed from The Feelers and Zicoli the Crying DJ have joined forces to become an unstoppable DJ partnership. They're rocking the under... What are they called? Underground clubs. Um, they've got Somali on a track. She's laying down some vocals. They're making some new songs, They're finally. They're really taping together Everything's some, some uh, club music. And to be frank, to be honest, they're, they're doing better with it than they have any right to. And everyone's getting their dick wet off the back yeah. of these unduly celebrated dance tracks. The club is uh, doing the song more than justice. They couldn't have, it couldn't have gone better for them. I mean, they really just put this thing together in a rush. I don't think it's ready for market at all. They've done no real tests. Probably didn't even get mastered, you know, like, <laughs> do the basics, cunts. Sorry. Oh, man, we're really in the trenches now. Really in the in You the know mud. where we are. We're in the studio, mate. We're laying down another fat beat and mean track. Oh man, fuck all this shit! Off to the Mexican restaurant. This, th like, like, definitely expendable. Eh? There's actually no real reason for this to exist on this timeline. This dinner. Yeah, it's, it's just like okay, we're at a party. I guess you can't just jut the party up 
hard against this is to be like this the is wine to and be, cheese night. Yeah, this is uh, certainly superfluous, but also it's doing a lot. It's meant to be doing a lot of heavy lifting and plot development, but it's all very hollow. There's tension between James Reed from the Fellas and Somali. I tell you what, Cole Carter and Somali, they want to um, at least spend a little bit more time together. Maybe have sex, maybe not. Maybe they wear his jeans the whole night. Who's to say? <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't have anything else to say. Get really out don't. of your hands and into that microphone, my oh, friend. My, I'm sorry. Right, listen, here we are. We're, we're in one waka and we've both got oars. So let's get into it. Cheese. Thoughts? <laughs> Prior <laughs> against. Oh, uh, look, if you're asking morally, it's a real quagmire of a situation, but I think ultimately cheese is bad. Explain through why it's morally a quagmire. Uh, well, just that the dairy industry as it stands, is it's not good for the environment or the animals. Uh, but the thing is, cheese is also very delicious. Allow me to push back if I may. Why is it bad for the animals? Look, cows are meant to milk for their little... <laughs> Little cows. There's a very good chance cows wouldn't exist had we not corralled them up and went, you guys are delicious, we're going to breed more of you. Yeah, well, I don't think the cows are like, okay, yeah, and then just have carte blanche in our bodies. Yeah, but babies also more. don't give us permission to look after them. So should we not? <laughs> I feel like it's a false equivalent. Why? Both can't communicate their appreciation of us looking after them. And this wonderful paternalistic agreement we have with both our young and bovine. We don't farm babies for anything. Well, maybe we should look at doing that. <laughs> we kind of do if you consider adoption. <laughs> that's not... That's not accurate. It's not. Now, that is a false equivalence. I'll give you that. Oh, but, we just burnt, but we just burned another 60 seconds. Oh so we're closer to the finish line than we were. Oh my god! Oh, we got through the whole one and cheese night at Larissa's. <laughs> Clarissa's. <laughs> Whatever. I don't fucking care. I do. <laughs> You're right though. I I shouldn't. Uh, you know, shouldn't make little of that. You're dead right. It's Clarissa's party, <laughs> and she'll die if she wants to. No <laughs> cry. I got the words wrong. Oh, I've gone. You know, really over the edge now. I'm amazed everything's still going. There's <laughs> a lot of machinery in the room that's still going. One computer is playing the movie, one computer is recording our voices, and God, I hope it doesn't crash. We've got a redundant, uh, like a bit of a backup plan, uh, another recorder recording our voices in, first, in case the first system fails. We've got a camera happening over there. We've got a screen that's playing the movie. And they're all still going, as far as I can tell. It's that's that, you, you addressing that out loud feels like a real prime opportunity for something to shit the bed. Oh, fuck. You're dead right. Okay. Assemblage. Well, good thing I don't believe in... Miracles! I, no, what's the fucking... Uh, are there fireworks going on out there? Just keep looking in that direction. Okay. Nah, I think it's uh, the reflection again. Nah, 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 nah. Something was happening out that window. I will literally look for anything to take me out of this shit. Hey, come on, man. We're all sorry, in the Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, we're all watching We Are Your Friends. What a great film. I love it. You ain't getting any. What interests any. you? Bow, 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 bow. Look, I want to find them aliens. 
That's yeah. what I want. I want to get out there. I want us to explore space and find them aliens. You and believe, then get destroyed by them. You believe that aliens are out there? I I just keep coming back to that old math problem of it's pretty impossible to consider they're not. It's a big old universe out there. It seems way too unlikely that we, you know, happen to luck in on this planet and others haven't. Don't you think? No, I think you're right. I think you're on the money. Now we're at the music festival. It's a cool shot, that little x-ray shot of how many drugs the boys are carrying on them. I love that. We all love that. Every week we see it and we love it. We keep loving the film. 40 times, not enough. Three times in a day, not enough. you got to keep loving it. Love yourself and love we are your friends because we are your friends and we love you. I don't think it feels like we're doing either of those things right now. And now, let's party. Yeah, boom, we are at the club now. We're dancing to the music now. We're all dancing at the... What's the earliest memory that you have? Of my life? Yeah. Uh, it's not the earliest memory, but the first one that sprang, sprung to mind is uh, in a Montessori, I think. Uh, it was a running race that we had around like a tree at the end of a the playground or whatever classic uh, flash and uh <laughs> and we it was like you had to go and run around the tree and the tree had like cobbled pavement around it and i fell i was i was winning and i fell over when i was running around the tree and i skinned my knee when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to, so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. E. And I've got a little scar on my knee. Hmm. So you were in pain. 
I guess, but I still have the scar on my knee, and I'm like, that, do you that, really to this day? I haven't really checked for it lately, but I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it's out there. Bloody hell! What about you? Do you know? I don't think I firsthand remember much from early on, but I remember remembering. If that makes sense. Not really. I remember at one time in my life being able to remember a lot further back. Does that make sense? Barely. So the the memory of the memory that I have, one of the earliest ones is throwing sycamore seeds up with my granddad in the par- St. James Park in Christchurch. Watching them fall down. Oh, the little helicopters. You got it. And the Those other, are good fun, huh? Real good. Just good childhood stuff, you know? Good childhood stuff. And then the other one is... Um, so, I mean, look, we're children of the 90s. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air must have been on air when I was a young, young, young kid. And I remember remembering being in kindergarten and emulating that bit at the end of the intro sequence of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where he whips his head around when he's got the cap on, when he's knocking on the door. Yeah. You're home to Bel-Air. You know, he's, he's there, finally there, sitting in his throne as the Prince of Bel-Air. And he whips his head around. And I did that on a, a, a slidey down pole that you get in the kindergarten when I was about three or four. <laughs> Fucking smashed my head <laughs> at maximum speed and cracked my skull open doing the Will Smith head whip around. They had to physically glue my skull back together. Gee whiz, that's full on. And not for the last time. I had three of those where I cracked my skull open as a young kid. I honestly think, I honestly think to this day that it does have something to do with my very bad memory. <laughs> yeah. And those three quite significant knocks to the old brain box as a as quite a young child, you know? My oh. poor parents say, eh? I keep just absolutely <laughs> wasting my head. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been a uh, sting for them. What a bit of bad luck that you just keep banging your head. Bad luck be, or bad management, what, mate. <laughs> if you, I tell you, if you'd pulled off that head waggle on the way down the um, pole or slide... You could or, be dealing with New Zealand's Elon Musk. Exactly. You know? Maybe I was destined for greater things. Who's to say? But aren't you glad that I got retarded enough to hang out with you? Uh, hey, look, I, w- I would uh, say, Tim, that I think you've had a life well lived. Hard out. It really suggests you're about to kill me. <laughs> or you know something I don't about the end of my life. No, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about anything. There's them having sex. Don't. They're having sex. You don't know that. God damn it. He <laughs> could be still wearing his jeans. We never see him take them off. That's all I'm saying. Are there any more beers? Oh, we've got the prony, eh? I can't even be bothered getting it, but I will. <laughs> it's a gripping narrative. From start to finish. Good morning, my sweet. Good morning, guy. It's about 10 o'clock. At, oh, no, it's 9 p.m. Oh, sorry, you're in the film. Big pardon. I knew it was a goof. No worries. I mean, uh, 
Would it be comfortable laying your head in between? Hey, you reckon you'll have kids one day, guy? Who's <laughs> to say, man? It's a big question. Hey, guy, do you reckon there's... um? Do you get reborn after you die? What do you think happens? Uh, I think... I don't know that anything necessarily happens. Guy, why do bad things happen to good people? The world is a cruel and unusual place. And there's no real rhyme or reason to a lot of what happens, Tim. Well, I'm out of questions. Would you rather sweat mayonnaise or every time you poo have to do a poo the size of a baseball? <laughs> baseball. I'd do the poo baseball thing. Oh, wait, hold up. Yeah, no, I think I would. Because I would rather suffer in private than suffer in public. Yeah, sweating mayonnaise would be a real real point of frustration. <laughs> it's like, that's... It's bad, man. But if you're doing a shit the size of a baseball, I assume your body, like, you, I mean, you're not... Feels di- like the first time every time. Oh. Oh, shit. Do you know the thing is, I actually, I don't, I'm not a big sweater. I don't sweat a lot. So maybe mayonnaise for me personally, because I don't think it would be obvious that uh, Well, often. obviously this is going to be impacting you personally. Yeah. I mean, it's my, my call, right? Yeah, it's your body. Fuck, it's a tough one, eh? What about you? Uh, I'd rather shit a baseball. I sweat all the time. Is this um, is this one you've just made up, or is this kind of a popular sort uh, of one? Someone, uh, someone asked me it before. I don't know. Mm. It's a goodie. Feels like the kind of thing comics would ask other comics on a road trip. Done it just. Done it just. Maybe, maybe not. Tanya Romero back in the fray. Come over tonight, big fight. The fucking date stamp on that text message is from 2014. Did you, you see that? Yeah. Do you know what? The more... Oh. Actually, no, they just won me back. Saying the more I read that text, come over a big fight and how it's meant to be ambiguous, mm. the more I'm like, if he was about to pick a fight with him, he wouldn't send him a text saying, come over a big fight. But then I remembered the context being specific to him and Somali might have had a big fight. Yeah, exactly. God damn it, guys. Come on, stay with me. I held your hand through my whole process there and arrived at exactly where the film was trying to take me. Sorry for attacking you for that. I'd call that a success. I I won't do that again. You never attack the process. You can attack the end result, never attack the process. (laughs) There are no bad ideas in a brainstorm. I used that the other day on my TV show. There are no bad ideas. Welcome to banter, proving that there are some some bad ideas in a brainstorm. That's a funny thing to say. Thanks. There's a lot of lines out there that I'm throwing out, which are getting no recourse whatsoever, that I'm like, nah, that one's good. (laughs) Nah, fuck you guys. That one's funny. Oh, I'll tell you what the best one was that Brendan Green and I thought of together. Welcome to banter, the shit hot news show that talks shit about hot news. That's That's not bad, That's satisfying, but I like... Uh, the deprecation of there are bad ideas in a brainstorm. We also said, uh, welcome back. Uh, this is all Brendan Greens. This wasn't even input from me. Welcome back to banter, a fidget spinner in the... Oh, no, a chattering in a world of fidget spinners. That, if that, you are from New Zealand, that's is very funny. Welcome back to the director's commentary of We Are Your Friends featuring Tim Bat and Guy Montgomery, the co-hosts of The Worst Idea of All Time. We've watched the film three times already today in its entirety, and we're on to our fourth in a row. Right now, we are three, four, 
Getting sentimental with James Reed. There's been a handover of a MacBook Pro box, and does it have a MacBook Pro box? Uh, sorry, does it have a MacBook Pro in it? No, not normally. Absolutely not. What has uh, occurred in the box this week, guy? 49 dice, or die, plural. All on the number six. It's, in a, it's a maths problem. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. 49 die. They all get rolled like some sort of big back rack table, and they all come up six. Yeah. I'm going to say to you, weighted dice, dude, it's too unlikely. Yeah, do you know what I say to that? Go on. Put your fingers on the table. Bam, I'm putting a hammer on top of them. Whoa, Jesus. That's right, you lost your fingers. Oh, my God. Don't ask questions. Answer the fucking math problem. Fuck. What? If, there wasn't even a problem presented. You just... 49 times 6. Oh, go. Okay. Uh, um, 500. Bam, there go your other fingers. You're oh, out of fingers. God. Yeah. Kablooey, there goes. 294. Correct. Is it? Yeah, man, absolutely. Is it really? I got no idea. In <laughs> fact, you just lost all your fingers in one second. Okay, let me get a thing, though, because I actually want to check that. I want to see what the fuck the actual number is. Oh, where's your timer at, dog? Surely it's been another one, right? Well, maybe it hasn't, actually. No, it hasn't. That's a shame. We're taking photos every hour. Just to chronicle the journey. Okay, so we're getting six times 49 die. 294, dog. I did it. I did it on my fucking head. Because you're a smart guy. It took me a few goes, though. (laughs) You've got a big brain. A few runs at it. Oh, this is heartbreaking to watch again. I just... Oh, am I off? No, you're on, I think. Am I? I don't think I am. No, actually, I can't hear you right now. Hello? Hello? You're not registering at all. Oh, no. Don't worry. I'll carry us. I don't know what's happening. My my friend and colleague, Tim Bat, is uh, currently suffering through some technical difficulties. So I will be uh, coaching you through the scene. Oh, no. You caught it for a second there, I think. Keep talking. I'm on top of it, don't worry. Paige Harrell is pretty much articulating the um, moral dilemma that Zaccoli's facing. And Zaccoli, like the soft boy he is, isn't really picking a side or going either way. He's just like, oh, no. Now I'm going to have to take all this money and feel bad about it. That's the worst possible thing that could happen. So he just quietly puts the money in the shoebox and doesn't think about it again. I think I'm still here, but I, you can hear me now. Yeah, you're back, baby. Oh, cool. And better than ever. Sorry about that. Brief intermission. But Timbo is back. You're in and out. I am a bit, aren't I? You're hot and cold, as Katy Perry would sing. You're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no. You're in and you're out. You're up and you're down. Satisfying lyrics, yes, but nothing in comparison to the 41st experience of my life, which I would consider a highlight, that being a performance by Liza Minnelli of the smash hit song by Beyonce, All the Single Ladies, in the film Sex in the City 2. The 42nd best experience of my life, very similar to the 41st and several preceding that. A performance by Liza Minnelli of the smash single by Beyonce, All the Single Ladies, in the film Sex in the City 2. 
The 43rd highlight. I cannot recall right now, but as soon as I do remember, I will relay that memory to you because I know how interested you are on our journey to the 52 best experiences of my life. How, how about how you like me now? I like you the same I did before. How you like me now? Bam, 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 bam. How you like me now? How you like me now? Oh, it's a birthday cake. We're back here again. Feels familiar because it is. Guy, let me ask you a question. How many fingers and toes do you have? Uh, 20. Boring. So. All the extremities. How many uh, hair follicles do you think you've got in your head? Three. That is not enough. Yeah, I agree, but they're quite sparse. So they, they wind up looking like way more, but it's just three main centers. All the employees have to report to the three centers at day and night. In between it, though, they go spread out and do research. Am I clear? You're not happy, you're drunk. <laughs> this was somebody just threw at James Reed from the Fellows. And it cuts to the core. Truly. For you right now? Nah, I don't give a shit. Not to me. Just, just, ah, oh, cool. Am I back? Hello? Yeah. Hello? You're back in the room. It's hard, isn't it? Sometimes I'm in, sometimes I'm out. Yeah, truly. Well, the good news is that the, um, Conflict stewing between Zaccoli and James Reed and the Feelers is about to come to a head, which means that the plot of the film, as it is wont to do, will slowly march on. Summer, fi- summer, 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 hello? We've got all the elements of um, the film almost at play right now. We're just waiting for the death of a close friend of the group. Summer fest. And we'll be on our way. Home and hosed to bed for a hard-earned rest. I understand why this isn't working. Keep talking, guy. Keep going. I gotta keep talking according to Tim. But there's nothing in the tank. There's nothing I could possibly say that would keep you on the hook. Other than James Reed from The Feelers, he's always upset when he finds out that his partner is sleeping with Zicoli. Oh, sorry. Sorry. And rightly Fucking so. Hell. Hello. Okay, sometimes I'm in, sometimes I'm out. And in spite of his silly decision to save a photo of them together as her profile photo on his phone, Zicoli doesn't see it coming, ever. Game over, bitch. The God. evidence is in your face. I put that beer down somewhere and I can't figure out where. Oh, yeah. I'm also really afraid of moving anything because my microphone barely appears to be working. You know, everybody? Do you know what we don't talk and about if enough? You're listening to everybody, then everybody just shake your hands. What? The sound effect that James Rudin the Fellas does in that scene where he goes, Hitta! I do notice it every week, and it's weird that we don't talk about it. It's pretty good there. stuff. This feels like my microphone's not on, i got to be honest. Don't you think? Yeah, I really do feel like it's uh, it's struggling for life, which is frustrating, I imagine. 
Oh, why don't I change the mic? This is uh, truly as tense as things can get in this film. And uh, it's a classic line where James Reed from The Feelers calls Zicoli a weaselly little cunt. You really feel like that's them putting the full heft of their independent filmmaking experience into the script writing experience. That's what I love about this shit is it's like we are now, you and I, outlasting the equipment in here. The microphones won't stand up to fucking four watches in a row of this shit, but we will. You and me, the humans. That's why we're going to beat the robots, guy, because we are adaptable and the robots are not. The robots wouldn't be so reckless as to make a decision like this. We're living... Fuck the robots. Ah, uh, yeah, why did you shave it? <laughs> why did you shave it, dude? Multiple necklaces. Necklace? Necklaces. Necklace? Necklace or? Necklace. He doesn't want to talk about it, guys, so don't bring it up. So hard not to, though. He usually never has a mark on his face from being punched. I want to know why he got punched. Don't you think it's weird that Squirrel's wearing a hat that's got nothing on it? It's just a plain teal hat. Like, chuck a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog or something on that shit, boy. Nah, dude, as a man who's familiar with the teal bucket hat. Mm. It's not a bucket hat, though. At least the bucket the bucket hat is its own logo. But that is not what Squirrel is rocking. It's just a teal like cat. Charlotte Hornet's colours. True that, man. Scotty Pippen. Hey. No, he was a bulls man. Oh, fuck my bad. Who was in the Hornets? Who was, like, short? Uh, Mug- NBA was it Muggsy Bogues? Not who I'm thinking of. I don't know. We've always been those guys. Teal and, like, purple. Yeah. <laughs> Bold company colours. I love those company colours. I think they're outstanding. Melton and Associates. That's who we're dealing with. That's the property management company. What do you think? What do you think, Tim? How do you feel about uh, recording for this many hours in a row? Do you think I'm sick of being in t- self internalizing? So let's let's actually get some content out there. Listen, the boys are doing a great job, and frankly, the camera crew are doing a tremendous job for no one to be picked up on that many mirrors in a room. We've revealed like a whole wall of mirrors and there's a mirror behind them as well and at no point do I see a boom operator a fucking camera op a director nothing I don't see shit and that is 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 hard that fair shout to them you know hey look at Zac Efron's arms in this scene they don't look that impressive he's about to go and do Baywatch you know that's true he also just had them folded and then unfolded very quickly yeah that's a good point he would have been in a real hurry to get them down continuity not really though it does I mean it fucking barely matters barely registers no but they're little wins and it's these little victories which barely tied us over Mm. just keep you keep you going to the next one oh my god welcome to the dream bitches he says for the umpteenth time it's still remarkable to me that he sold the house before revealing that they had a wonderful pool I feel like I'm experiencing all the previous 47 watches like just before this one like everything's really stacking up it's not a good feeling at all. I feel terrible. No. And this is the point in the movie where I usually feel the best. We've the made a grave scene. mistake. Yep. 
And what you- do you know what? At this point, I wish Brady the Rat King or Dickbot would just appear so that we could look at them and, and analyze them and talk about them and discover things about them that we don't already know. But no, we're left with these fucking idiots again. They really put the brakes on, don't they? There you go. See? Oh, I don't know. That apparently was the bit where Johnny Depp denied Screw some Yeah, jokes. it didn't really stand out like a... It didn't pop like I hoped it would. I'm about to just black out. I'm about to just black out. This, this whole scene is just... The whole scenario is ridiculous. The whole scenario of us watching this again is ridiculous. And I'm <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> Where, yeah, I am where too. Are you, where are you, my two extras? Where's my male and my female at the side of the pool? That's the last footage of Squirrel Alive that we've just watched there. Last night. That's him footage. checking out. He makes it as far as the lounge. He's gone. He's fucking down and out. I tell you what, though, man. Like I've, I've, you know, I've been to parties where this definitely could have happened, which is terrifying when you think about it, eh? That is terrifying. Someone just goes a bit too fucking hard out, chokes on their own vomit. But meanwhile, you're too wasted to kind of, you know, it's registered that that's happening. Heavy going stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, my <laughs> bad. All right, my bad. All right, truly noted. All right. <laughs> we had bananas. We brought bananas in with us. Who knows where they are now? All I can see is empty beer cans as far as the eye can see. In a salad or two. And a lot of technology. So much technology. Capturing, like, the lowest of the low. Just capturing nothing. Set all this up to get what? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. What did happen in the bathroom, though? We didn't give it... We should get a tune for that. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-bow. What happened in the bathroom? What happened in the bathroom? (laughs) What happened in the bathroom? Let's find out this week. That will certainly it suffice. It did better than it, you thought it was going to. Yeah, yeah. It did work. Hearing you sing that and realizing how creatively devoid I am right now, I had nothing but respect for your ambition and eventually execution. But I certainly don't have it on me to dig out a speculative... Well, then allow me to both make up the theme song and intro and also deliver on the promise knock of it, the premise. Knock yourself out, Philly Boots. In that bathroom is, I shit you not, the singularity contained to a single room. There is essentially a black hole in there, which is only observable by Johnny Depp himself because he was the only person who managed to be in the proximity of it. It is so dense that light itself cannot escape its gravitational pull, but it has the most limited event horizon whereby it stops having any kind of effect on the outside environment. It like centimeters away from it. It's the strangest thing. So Johnny Depp comes out there to tell everyone about this physical anomaly that's happening in the universe located directly in their bathroom. And even that is not enough to strike off of the top item on the agenda, Squirrel's death. And I think that just speaks volumes about how important human life is. Fragile as it is, it's also still shocking when it leaves us, you know? More shocking or surprising or affecting than discovering almost antimatter in your bathroom yeah you got it that's truly telling 
Ooh, four times is too much, eh? I genuinely don't know if this is um if this is publishable. Is this the real life or is it just fantasy? We're trapped in this room with a film monstrosity. <laughs> there weren't enough syllables. Oh I have run out, you see. Oh my goodness. I'm just a poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no Kevin Systrom. There's no reality. Everything's objective. Nothing is real. There are no consequences. Wake up, sheeple. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what Johnny Depp's saying right now, right? More or less, dude. More or I mean, fucking peppering, less. peppering it with my own slant, but... No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see I'm just a poor I can't do it. Boy. I need no sympathy Cause it's easy come, easy go Little <laughs> high, little <laughs> low Anywhere the wind blows doesn't really to me to, to me. me fucking hell ropey so ropey yeah. <laughs> so ropey so blue I tell you what if you shut your eyes everything feels so much better than looking real? at the screen no but there's no escape from it so I shan't try do you know what I love I feel like my own supervillain. I've got three screens in front of me. In fact, four screens in front of me. I'm fucking... Five screens in front of me. I'm down with it. A lot of technology facing all on me. This is this is how it was portrayed to me in the 80s from <laughs> cartoons that I'd watch on the couch as, as a young boy. <laughs> yeah, and you're staring it down. I'm yeah. into it. You're like, what's up, I'm embracing bitch? it. I can handle I've, this much yeah, technology. Yeah, I've done it. Bring it on. Bring it the fuck on. I find it overwhelming. A lot of empty... Uh, beer cans and screens just staring at me. Now, if anyone's interested to know, because um, they're not watching along at home, the bit of the movie that we're up to is um, Somali spurring the advances of Zac Efron. And also, he's reviewing speeches he's had with Skrill, who is dead. And also, like, the Emily thing is off. I mean the Somali thing. Yeah, but he's listening to recordings from when they were horny he's for each other in he's Las Vegas. Yeah. Basically, he's reminiscing. And he's gone over to James Reed from the Fellows House to try and make amends. If this is your first time listening to the worst idea, fucking welcome to the baddest podcast that ever got made. And not bad meaning good, but bad meaning fucking terrible. This is punishing, really. Good Lord, this is embarrassing. If this is being listened to by anyone... We've made a grave mistake. <laughs> I will never apologize for ambition, okay? You needn't apologize for ambition. I think everyone can admire ambition. Reaching for the stars is great. Acknowledging when you don't quite make it to them is also fine. Never say die. Never say die. 
You ready to dig this baby out? Yep, absolutely. With a little bit of poetry, if I may. Please. I was watching a film called We Are Your Friends, and I was hoping at one point that I'd find some ends, but I didn't. It kept going, and I kept watching it. And then I added some more, and then I really started copping it. And I was with my friend Guy, and he was sitting next to me. And before you knew it, it became a monstrosity. Because four times in a day is at least one too much. And if I had to guess, I'd say we're caught in a clutch. Which is another word for a handbag. Which is a prison, you see. If you're a mouse, and you're tiny, and you're just little and wee. But we want to get out and escape from our prison. But unfortunately we won't. Because we built it and we're in it. Certainly there was a rhythm <laughs> at moments which was very convincing to me. And I there's another minute. That's that's all this is that's all the game is at this point, folks. You can do your own podcast, it's just burning minutes. Do you know no shit, this is what radio's like? you work in radio it's just like cool how do we burn another minute we've got to do a minute how do we burn it the initial appeal of podcasting of course was that it's like radio without rules give me the rules bring them on at this point four times of watching a film in a day and having to commentate on it is probably two wrong. times too I, many I was wrong two times too many I was dead wrong I think we did pretty well for two okay 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 we're closing in. So actually, let's add some value here. You are currently listening to two people who have probably watched We Are Your Friends more than anyone else in the world, including film editors, directors, whatever. Like, to watch it in its entire cinema release, we're your experts. And I'm here to tell you that the movie is a three and a half out of ten. It doesn't completely fail to be a film. Like, all the kind of constituent parts are there. There is a plot. There is a semblance of kind of an up and down and a barrier and whatnot. It's just everything is really poorly executed. The script is very bad. The actors are like kind of fine, but no one stands out. No one's doing well. And it's just the whole, like if you look at the themes and morals and universe that's built here, everything's just like, I don't give a shit. You know, everything's so inconsequential and and um, ephemeral and there's no wider point to be made. It's just like, is this guy going to be a DJ? No. <laughs> yes. Who, like, either way, who gives a shit? Yeah. I don't fucking care. Life's going like, to keep happening. His, his friend died. I don't like, fucking what ifs, dude. There's, you know, good on you. What do you want from me, film? Uh, it's hard to say. It's certainly doesn't offer a lot so I can't ask for much in return and it's barely warranting our attention so. I guess this is one of those films where um, film reviewers often will say there wasn't enough depth I didn't like kind of get involved with the characters I guess that's what we're describing but just in a slightly different way it's impossible to give a shit about this movie because like if Zac Efron lives or dies I could care less and I've watched the film as mentioned, about four dozen times now. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a fuck. Kill Screw. I don't care. Kill Johnny Depp. Kill Jarhead. 
fucking drop an atomic bomb on the universe they created. I don't give a shit. There's no consequence. Kill them all. Kill them all. Or don't. It's the same. That's that's the point I'm trying to convey. It does, like either which way, it's it's the same. Oh man, I tell you what, the fact I know it still takes a little while, but I just had like a a very physical feeling of sort of uh, endorphins being released that were at least at the point in the movie when he's building a track. <laughs> like the this is in sight. Them playing this music suggests to me that we're on our way home, which is such a like honestly the visceral feeling of relief that this sound this sound tracking has given me right now is indescribable mm. it's great we're not there yet though bud so just you know cool your heels a little i know bit. but this isn't this is enough a trigger to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel mm. he's still got to call james reed but i'll tell you what if history is anything to go by if past his prologue he's gonna be like hey this song's good to go Another shower shot of Zac Efron. Uh, very important to get your money's worth when you're throwing half of the production budget at getting one actor. you got to get him with his kid off as much as possible. The dude's training for Baywatch. Cash in on that, you know? Terrible camera work, though, in these scenes. It's got to be said. The dude's got great running form, but we got some bad camera ops, you know, tracking him. It's all over the shop. That's all I have to say on the matter. So now we're in a phone conversation, which is always the most engaging part of any film. Uh, this is the bit which they definitely cut for time. There's more to this scene that we don't discover. So Zach Efron has just announced to Jarhead, I got Summerfest, I got the gig. And, and Jarhead goes, oh, that's awesome. And then goes back to doing his carpentry work. And there's kind of a wistful return from the camera yeah. back onto Jarhead. And it's like, that's the bit where, where Zicoli comes back in and goes... Like, is everything okay between us? And then they have a big D&M about how shit is not and about how Zach is finally making it and and he's a dude who's just going to be trapped in the valley working for his dad till his dying days and it's a goddamn train wreck of a situation. But you know, do you know what? That would actually make this film about something because then it's about Zicoli outliving his friends and surpassing them. And it's like the sacrifice you have to take to move to the next level. You know, it's the things you have to say goodbye to to get up to the next bit. That's a movie. I get that. Like, that's sacrifice. That's a journey. That's a learning. What, learning for him to leave his friends behind. Yeah. He doesn't have well, to leave his friends behind, It's not though. just about his friends. It's about, like, there is sacrifice to gain. You know, like, if you want to be selfish and be like, this this is what I'm going to do now, there are some trade-offs for that, and he just made them. His friends fucking hate him because they can't follow his trajectory. But as it stands, he is uh, not learning anything. Yeah, because they cut that fucking speech, that duologue. Fucking play that fucking track, boy. Play that fucking duologue, white boys. Yeah. Get, release me from this prison please I'm begging you I'm on hands and knees demanding of you to play the song that you've been preparing for the last hour and a half yeah I'm barely functional at this point eh? because the sooner you oh, get that thing out of your system do we get a selfie system, warning at any point are we where are we with that no you're with you <laughs> sweet ass take a little photo of us take a little snapshot of where we're at 
a little mobile phone there, hey? We all got him. We all love him. Zicoli is now wrapping up the film, and I couldn't be happier about that. Because we've had entirely enough, I think, of this to last us a goddamn lifetime. And it's actually insane to think that there is more of these watches to go. But there is. <laughs> You've got your eyes closed in all of the photos, which is good. <laughs> Wait, have you had your eyes closed for a bit? Nah, I knew what I was doing, buddy. Sweet, Bolt. You're the master of comedy, Guy Monk. Comedy. Fuck yeah, dog. Play that <laughs> helicopter sound effect and round this puppy out. i got to tell you, Zicoli. You're so keen to get out of here, eh? You're just done. You're done with the whole project. I can't imagine sitting in these seats for this long is good for our backs. I love that we outlasted the um, microphone, though. It's always good. You get love outlasting tech. Yeah, it's, it's a triumph for humanity <sighs> over technology. I mean, we'll I reg- never work together. We'll always work against each other. Hey, can I reveal something to you? I definitely regret adding that extra one. Can, I, re- done can I reveal something to you? I completely agree. I don't think this is worthy of public consumption. So, as the global eminent experts of We Are Your Friends, we're here to tell you that we done did it again. Um, we're not quite at the end yet, but we are very much in the parking lot of an American apparel which is about to shut down because that company couldn't make things work and uh, Guy I've sent that over to you so you feel free to do what you do best which is social media and I'll continue to do what I do best which is look at we are your friends happening all around me I mean what more do you want for it it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an experiment that Guy and I ventured on three years ago that we never really anticipated we get to want, this. I did not want it to arrive this here. This point, um, never in my life did I imagine that this is where it would take us. But let's do some shout outs. I want to do a shout out um, to everyone who's ever listened to the podcast. Um, I want to do a shout out to Guy Montgomery. What up, player? Uh, I'd like to do a shout out to my house. Um, I don't own it, but you know, I'm one of the people who rent to live in it just temporarily. I'll never own it. It's a very expensive house. Shout out to Zach Efron, who made this film possible in some ways. Shout out to um, Megan Oppenheimer for signing on to make this thing actually happen. Because if there's one thing I know about Maximum Joseph, it's that he's very bad at homework. So he definitely never handed in any version of the script. Shout out to Moloch, uh, which is the lamp in the shape of an owl that's in the studio. Um, Shout out to Huawei. Shout out to Sony, Panasonic, Hmm. um, Pioneer, Tascam, Microsoft, Vio... Um, whoever else wants in, Adidas, Lecoq, <laughs> just fucking add your own shout out, you know, whatever you want, it's in there. Shout out to Rick and Morty. 
Shout out to, to those guys. <laughs> I feel like oh, I got it all wrong. <laughs> I put the wrong number on. I delete it. <laughs> I'm trying just, to- just like, we can no longer drive the vehicle, folks. Everyone needs to... um. Uh, quickly exit the car at this point. We've pulled over to the side of the road. The good thing is we didn't crash, okay? We're all still safe, but it's it's very important that everyone exits the vehicle at this point, um, and we will just go about our lives like this last one never happened. This is the drunk driving <laughs> of podcast offences. Let's just pretend like it wasn't a thing. It never went down. We'll see you guys. Just stay safe out there. Look after each other. Keep going to music festivals that are held in American apparel car parks. Paramount. Keep listening to Zakoli's pseudo-philosophy. Because these days, you can sell shit online. You can do whatever you want. But the thing is, oh, if you've got one track God. and a dream so, and a laptop... I'm so fucking sorry, everybody. You just... You do I'm it. I'm so sorry that we did this. <laughs> we mean well. We're good guys. But this is disrespectful to everyone, especially ourselves. <laughs> what we just put ourselves through. <laughs> the indignity of that. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Can you believe that? But the good thing is it just shows you that, uh, you know, humans aren't immortal no one's a bottomless well. Yeah. Nah. We're very much bottom full wells. And we found the bottom probably two hours ago. And we decided to just press on. That was my bad. I know I can be somebody. We're just silently dancing away from what, putting hey, this microphone For down. real though, real quick though. What would be a movie that would actually stand up to this many watches? Like what would Nothing. Work? I don't know I think some shit would I think it's the wrong time To ask that question <laughs> I can't imagine anything Standing up to I this mean, amount Of fucking exposure was, And scrutiny What has been Your favourite movie In the past What's been one of your Favourite movies That you You know Carried around for a few years Being like This is my favourite movie Even if it's not Your favourite movie right now uh, I, I always enjoy Watching Inglorious Bastards Bit of Tarantino eh Hey, the film just ended, everybody. We are your friends. Fuck, the I'm title screen's this down. Just up It's there. all over. No, dude, we're still going. There's credits to go. For myself, I probably, you know, and I, I'm almost uh, embarrassed to say this out loud, but The Matrix is definitely one of those ones that I carry around for a few years being like, this, this shit's good. This is a good movie. I can't express to you how done Guy is. He's wrapped up the headphones and he looks like he is just amazed that it's a return from a tour of duty you know it's happy and sad it's happy and sad i want to shout out to johnny weston show fernandez and also my dog alex schaefer because combined with wes bentley and zach efron they're my boys they are the fuck boys pure and simple it took two people to do the casting on this film which frankly shocks and amazes me because that's usually a credit I see with one name and better people who ended up in the film. But not this time. Two people, half the effort, which means a quarter of the effort for each person. But listen, I'm just being an asshole. I've never made a feature film. I don't know how it all works and fits together. I dare you to try. You know? Give Tanya Romero her cash back. That's what I'm watching in front of the screen right now. Some cosmic justice, y'all. 
and there's a house for sale sign in the fucking in the foreground never noticed that before well that's it I'd like to say thank you very much to our unit production manager Nathan Kelly great dude and that's it I'm not going to keep listing people in the credits like I did last time instead I'm going to give you um, some life wisdom to round off this episode of the podcast if this ever goes online (laughs) and here's the first bit the first bit of wisdom is microwaves always safer than people give you credit for. <laughs> Just nuke anything, man. Chuck it, bang it in there and eat it. See what you get. You know? Okay, number two. Hey, hey, flu vaccine is actually a good idea. Go get it. Go get it, everybody. Go get it. Um, uh, Here's another one. Just because the food is cheap doesn't make, mean that it's bad, necessarily. Most times that's true, but you will get the odd loophole that breaks the rule. So just keep searching is what I'm saying. Myself, I continue to go to McDonald's to get a filet fish combo. And the secret is, instead of getting a soda, get yourself a water. You don't feel like shit at the end of it because you've got a ton of salt, which, you know, the body needs to an extent. But you haven't loaded yourself up with an outrageous amount of Coca-Cola sugar. You've just got, like, the amount of sugar that's in their chips and burgers, which is still a lot. Don't get me wrong. But you're hydrated with that that uh, that water that you got. Drink water wherever you can. The real killer that we've got in society at the moment is sodi pop, I think. It's a great treat, but don't drink too much of it. It's a special treat. And if you're gonna if you're gonna get it, get a good brand. Don't get you know, don't get the stuff that you always get. Get the good stuff. Treat yourself. Get some artisanal shit. And but just get way less of it. Don't tell me I'm a fucking rich, you know, latte sipping asshole from Auckland. I owe people heaps of money. <laughs> There's no no way around it. A homeless man is in a better financial position than I am. Because he owes no one any money, presumably. But my point is, less cola, but better cola. And actually, that's the same with everything. Anything that's bad for you, do less of it, but do better quality stuff if you can. If you can. If you can. I know not everyone can, but if you can, do it. You know? What's another example? I guess booze. Um, what else? Guy's just eating his salad. There's, he's not even, you know. There's a mic nowhere near his lips, so he's not going to be answering the call. But I tell you what, we're in the dying moments of this final fourth go around. Um, we're just saying our vote of appreciation for all of the musical tracks that made this movie what it was. And I am not exaggerating when I say that the music really did make this movie any kind of bearable. A lot of places being shouted out for archival footage provided by, and as I mentioned last time, I mean, that's just another fancy word for we got our stock stock footage from these people. And there's about a dozen different companies listed. So up to you, everyone, to both Joseph's maximum and minimum. Thanks for tuning in. This is Timbat signing off. You want to say anything, Guy? Guy's shaking his head. Good good night, everyone. Goodbye. Ah! This movie's still fine. There's a co-eating pasta.
that goes screw. One of them's a hottie, his name is Jay. One of them looks like Johnny Depp, and his name is Johnny Depp. Classic Maximum Joseph. You forget that films are supposed to have a point. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 